good Thursday morning, everybody. It's the 29th of July, and my title today is It's a Matter of Life or Death Every Day. So what does the word condemnation bring to your mind? It's a word used only 18 times in the New Testament, and it means to be declared guilty and deserving of punishment. It is a legal term used to describe the place in which one stands after they've been convicted as guilty of a crime or a sin. This is a very important word when we think about our relationship with God and when thinking about the entire human race. We learn from the story of Adam and Eve that they ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and if they were told if they would eat that, they would die. So before eating it, they were in the Garden of Eden in an open and pure relationship with God and with one another, and everything was perfect. But then they ate the forbidden fruit. And at that point, just as God said, Sin and death entered the garden. They covered themselves with fig leaves because they were ashamed of their nakedness. They hid from God when they heard him walking in the garden. And eventually, death became a reality because sin leads to death, and God removed them from the garden after putting to death and sacrificing some animals and then clothing them with the skins. So, by the action of Adam, sin entered the world and brought death with it, and every person ever born, up until the present, has died as a result. Well, except Enoch and Elijah, but that's a story for another day. However, my point is, we learn from Romans 5, 16 and 18, that because of the fall, every person ever born is born in a state of condemnation, while every person born again is declared righteous through faith in Christ. To be born in Adam results in a universal condemnation on everyone in the human race. But to be born again in Christ is to receive the forgiveness of all our sins because of the righteous action of Christ dying on the cross and taking the punishment for our sins upon himself. And we are then given the free gift of eternal life because of his righteousness. Now, if you stuck with me and followed through all of that, Congratulations. It's a very complicated yet theologically accurate understanding of what we find in Romans 5, where the word condemnation is used twice. And then the first verse of Romans 8, it really is one we all need to memorize and remind ourselves every day, in light of the condemnation all of us are born with because we were in Adam, it's critical for us to know what Romans 8.1 teaches us. Therefore, quote, therefore there is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. So let's get practical. 
all of us, after having been born again in God's family, have had the condemnation of all our sins taken off of us or removed. And we see this so clearly in Colossians 2, 13 and 14, quote, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us, listen carefully, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. The reason there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ is because God has forgiven us all our trespasses, canceling our record of debt, and nailing it to the cross. This is so important for us to believe by faith because it is stated so clearly in the Bible. Imagine with me for a moment that there has always been a list of all the sins that you've ever done or are doing or will ever do, and it's kept on record and filed away under your name. I don't know about you, but (laughs) my file would be at least two to three feet thick. This verse tells us that all of our records of debt or list of all our sins has been forgiven and our debts completely canceled because God has nailed it to the cross through the crucifixion of his Son, our Savior. So for all of us, life today is a life or death decision. We need to make that life or death decision every day. If we choose to do what God has commanded us to do, we can experience his life in us even though we become addicted to pornography and sex. We need to offer our bodies to him as a living sacrifice daily, as we're commanded to do in Romans 12.1. We need to ask the Spirit to fill us and influence us as we make our decisions every day, as we're commanded to do in Ephesians 5.18 and Galatians 5.16. And we need to put on the full armor of God so that we can stand strong in the strength of his power and might and overcome demonic influences, which we're told in Ephesians 6, 10 and following. And, see, that's a really big and, it's all caps. We need to be living our Christian life out together in a community where we can tell the truth receive help, and give help to one another. Listen, if you're not doing these things in response to the commands we have in the Bible, then you really need to ask yourself this question. Do I really want to stop my sexual sins? And I guess I would ask you this question. Well, how much longer do you want to experience the pain, and the punishment that comes with sexual sin? If the answer is yes, I really do want to stop my sexual sin, then you will do these biblical things that we have been commanded to do in the Bible. If we're not doing these things, 
then do not expect your sexual brokenness to just go away. It will only take you deeper into sexual sin, and you will lose the things in your life that you value the most. Listen, my friends, it's been 15 years and 10 months since my secret life of sexual sins was discovered. I told the truth to my wife and my family, and I deeply wounded all of them because of my eight-plus years of sexual sins. But by the grace of God, and quite frankly, my own dogged determination to put to death the deeds of my flesh, my marriage is strong, and my children have forgiven me. It, it's, it's not what I deserve, but it is part of the grace of God, and I am thankful every day that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So every day, we all have this decision to make. If we're going to experience a growing freedom in Christ with no condemnation, or are we going to keep doing what we know is killing us? Please, find yourself a community where you can receive the help and support you will need to grow in your recovery from sexual sin. And we provide that community to anyone, anywhere you live in the world. We have an online support team that will work for you. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Be filled with and walking in the Spirit. Have your armor on. Offer your body to God as a living sacrifice. And find a community where you can get the help we all need. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye. Goodbye.